sorry, man. I didn't mean to take up. Hey, that was perfect. That, well, the lyrics were dude. important to listen to, Fuck. my man. Dude, I it came on the other day. I was like, was this written yesterday? We didn't dude, start they literally. The f- they mentioned <laughs> vaccine. They mentioned Iran, Afghanistan. I forgot what others like. They talked I was like, about you could Russians. swap out Marilyn Monroe and DiMaggio with Travis and uh, Taylor. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, I was like, did you guys? And then when he goes, it was always burning and like, it'll go on and on after we're gone. And I'm like, dude, you're literally gone and it's going on and on. <laughs> he literally talks about Palestine and terrorists and it's absolutely nuts. I, I was just floored listening to that. I mean, it, I've heard this song hundreds of times, maybe hundreds, thousands. Yes. We didn't start the fire by Billy Joel, but my God, you are correct, sir. It is almost exactly like we are just living through a circular event that just keeps on occurring over and over again. That's bone chilling, dude. Yes, hear, hear, I got the chills hear, right like, now. That problem was, we haven't solved anything. A lot of people have died. <laughs> <laughs> man, I uh, was just, that hit me hard, man. I was like, holy crap, I looked it up. The song was released September 18th, 1989. Uh, Folks, not, I hate to break it to everybody, now much has changed. We're, <laughs> like, it's the same shit, just I a was different two toilet, years old, folks. dude. We're in the same countries, the same people. You know what I mean? Like, yes, like, uh, it's crazy, man. I mean, well, you know, it's uh, just a rinse and repeat over and over again. I had to show you how far we came, dude. You're right. Grammy Award nominee for uh, 1989. Wow, he only got the nominee. Lost out, huh? That's a big, big bummer. I mean, I'm sure '89. We had some, we had some good artists hitting the scene that year. I imagine there were some big names that walked away. Probably like I imagine Whitney Houston maybe took home a lot of Grammys. Feels like '89 was around. Uh, uh, wind beneath my wings, Ben Midler. Ben Midler. <laughs> I was close with the song idea, though. Wind Beneath My Wings, very similar to Whitney Houston's, uh, what is it, The Bodyguard? My Heart Will Go On, or what? No, that's um, Celine Dion. Celine Dion, yeah, that was in the 90s, though, because that was Titanic. No, but I was thinking of Whitney Houston's The Bodyguard. That's like one of the most famous love songs. Oh, And yeah. that was 91, maybe? 92? No. Maybe even earlier? I'm telling you, like, uh... 93, I'll go max, but I bet you that song took home a few Grammys. It, it was like the hottest song of the year. 92, good call. 92. You know why? Good call. I know my Kevin Costner flicks. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Kevin Costner. I can nail any year, any movie. It's just how, you know, I love the guy's work. <laughs> <laughs> He's no Nick Cage, but, you know, I'll put him in the top three. She, I Will Always Love You took home record of the year. I mean, come on, dude. Is there a wedding since that hasn't played that song? I know. What a great tune. I'm crying just thinking about it. Well, dude, I mean, how do you hit that register? That was fucking Kevin Costner, huh? Yeah. Oh, he's the bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He could be my bodyguard. You You know, know, and Costner, give him some credit. He was like a Hollywood hunk and kind of was doing, he was rocking like the balding guy look. Oh, you, man, you're after my heart here. That's what I was just about to say. You know say. what I'm saying? Like the natural bald yes. in his thirties. It was like mask you know, he was 
unapologetic no, about it. No, he it, especially what was it? Waterworld where it's like He's just rocking the strands up front at that point, and he's like soaking oh, I wet. I love it. What a great movie, dude! <laughs> I got to I watch that movie every couple months. I hate to admit it. What a great movie! I, you know, it's always on. <laughs> I really love Dennis Hopper. He he really hams it up as the villain. <laughs> Dennis Hopper through the '90s played some kick-ass villains, dude. He was a uh, King Koopa in the Mario Brothers flick with John Leguizmo, and. Uh, <laughs> That's not Mario. The only real Mario Brothers is, uh, what's his name? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I really enjoyed that movie. I'm not going to lie. Dude, Waterworld, though, it's like, it must have spent $20 making that movie. I actually think famously it was one of the most costly movies of all time. And no. uh, they didn't even come close to making back their budget, if I remember. <laughs> no yes, way. Absolutely. I think it was plagued with mishaps, and the fact that you were filming on water caused a whole lot of shit to go wrong. And like, it, it ended up being a total disaster, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive it was like a it, like financial disaster, epically. With a, with a budget of 172 mil, <laughs> total of 235 with marketing and distribution costs. The film grossed 88 million in North America. <laughs> <laughs> it was a huge. It was like a, a world famous bomb. <laughs> nah, dude. But then it, it made 176 worldwide. <clears throat> So they made two sixty four. It made twenty nine million dollars. Yeah, that's a bomb and huge, huge bomb. And also, it just was a uh, critical flop, if I recall correctly. But because everybody's uh, like everybody, <laughs> like all your pain, everything is based off of like a small percentage of what it's gonna make. So like to make twenty million, you're gonna get a check for like two hundred bucks. It's supposed to be like an affiliate, you know. There's a lot about it that just doesn't make a lot of sense. And, you know, he's got the webbed feet and the gills. And, you know, they really push some boundaries with people's imagination, I think. Well, the thing about the webbed feet and gills is they just kind of dabbled in this mutation but didn't go into it. You know what I mean? There was no, like... I would have preferred if they went all in or not at all. Or not at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just kind of, like, it just kind of, like... Kind of went halfway. It was almost like... Dude, it was literally like they were filming the scene of him on the floating <laughs> island, and they're like, we need a reason for them to arrest him. Why did he, you know? I don't know, give him web feet or something. <laughs> you know? It's like, I don't know, they just... You could have done a lot with it, and they just kind of uh, peppered it and in there. And then you have webbed feet and gills. Why spend the time building this glass tube like a submarine that can go underwater? And then right. he put the lady in it. Like, he already had it before he met the lady. Oh, yeah, that is weird. Uh, that's right, why, I forgot about that. Sub, the... the submarine. Why build the submarine if you don't <laughs> even need it? Just in case? Well, you never know. I might meet a lady on this ocean. <laughs> why take her down south? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you have this, like, you just, like, dude, you literally jump out in the water, grab a rope, and, like, five seconds, this giant thing eats you. And that right. becomes your dinner. But then you go in the submarine with this chick, and there's no wildlife. Yeah, it just seems like they ran out of a budget at some point, and they probably wanted more sea creature action. This is before we had good CGI back then, so you had yeah. to basically have the mechanical device, right? A puppet or whatever. Good call. I don't know why, though. I love the movie. I know I sound like I'm shitting on it. Great movie. Well made. There's, Love Kevin Costner. There's good parts. There's bad parts. The kid's a little annoying, uh, but it really has a 
it's basically Mad Max on the water. Uh, now you just ruined it for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Never watch it again. Which I think it's good. That's what makes it good. This future dystopia, whereas, you know, Mad Max, I think makes a little more sense where you get the nuke bombs and everyone's wiped out and then everybody just Total goes. Total opposite. There's no water. I never thought about that. Yeah, man. And then you, you get this uh, world where it's all water. But undrinkable still, right? You got to find that fresh stuff. Oh, you're drinking your piss. Drinking your piss. That's how I guess. Uh, I just always felt like, you know, Mad Max seems more plausible, right? It just doesn't, never really kind of uh, sit, sat well with me, the idea that all of a sudden every, water's just going to consume everything. Doesn't seem, well, doesn't seem right, right? You got to hang out with more Democrats. Well, that's why. It's funny because <laughs> that's why your, the climate thing just doesn't really work. You know, like you guys are talking about, you know, water's going to engulf the world, and you, all of you are buying multi-million dollar properties on the beachfront in Florida. And you continue to fly private jets. <laughs> I know. That's, like, my biggest thing. And drive gas cars. Yes. Like, yes, I, I, I don't, you obviously don't care enough. Is it an existential crisis? You know? I'm just the water thing. I just, I don't, I, that one just doesn't make sense. I think for a lot of people, you know, the, Earth seems kind of freaking huge when you really think about it. Seems like a about huge water world place. Is it seemed too fun for like a dystopia. Yeah, I, like, you ever, you, know, to, goes, you ever been to like an ocean town? Oh, yeah, nobody's right. more inviting and happy than people that live on the ocean. Yeah, actually, everybody who lives in the ocean is always having a good time. The weather's nice, That's, right? <laughs> the Philippines, country on the ocean, known for the nicest people. You know, you're right. Even in a dystopia, I would rather be beachside. You know, hanging oh, out. Yeah. Than in the desert? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, I'll catch some rain on my boat. The fuck am I going to do in the desert? Being on the boat, yeah, you're sailing across the open seas, you know, catching some fish. Catching fish, you got rain once, you know, I mean, pretty regularly. You're right, you can, it doesn't seem just, too bad. You can regulate where you go by the winds, they're pretty, you know, just, you know. Man, yeah, the desert. Yeah, Waterworld was crazy too because the like the uh, the place that was occupied by that like the group of bandits or whatever, you knew they were bad guys because they owned the oil and they all drove around uh on a group of um water jet skis. Remember that? They were like cruising around on those jet skis. Yeah. They even they like yeah, those were oh, there's that one scene where the jet skis are like underwater. <laughs> I know. Remember? I love the that ambush. stuff, man. I'm, I'm a big fan uh, of Waterworld the more I think about it. Great movie. Yeah. I'm almost thinking water, uh, a Waterworld for us wouldn't be too bad, you know? And I could probably survive the onslaught of the water rising. I live near the mountains here in the Rockies, so I could probably get to the highland. Oh, you got beachfront. And I have beachfront property, that's right. <laughs> hey oh, Yeah! Yeah, yeah, dude, trust me, I've been to the... De but here's the thing, right? It's really funny when you talk to Uncle Frank, because he joined the Army, uh, or he got drafted into the Army during Vietnam. Oh, yeah. He didn't go, but he, you know, he had to do all the jungle training, and then he went to Hawaii, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right, it's, man. It, and so when you talk to him, like, the last thing he wants to do is ever go to a jungle environment. You know what I mean? And for me, I joined during Iraq War... So I did nothing but desert training, and I went to El Paso, you know, and I just, I never want to be in a desert. 
Yeah, but so, desert and jungle combined, I'm going to be honest, don't sound too safe or enjoyable, really. you got to be on edge to be surviving in both scenarios. Oh, the jungle's got to be better than the ocean. Yeah, jungle's probably better. Way more better. hospitable. Yeah, probably. You're probably right, actually. I mean, you got the, like, you know, panthers and lions and tigers and all sorts of weird stuff in the yeah, jungle. Yeah, you can see that panther coming at you, and you got your footing on some solid ground. What do you do with that thing eats your boat? Yeah, you're like a giant kraken. <clears throat> like, it's not even eating you. It's eating the boat. You just happen to be on it. You're the, you know, you're the, <laughs> you're the, you're the garnish in the drink. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're right. That's bad news. Good call. Yeah, I guess I'll take the jungle over the ocean. Oh, well, I mean, I was assuming by ocean living, you're, you have access to the beach. Like, you're living beachside. Yeah, but no matter what, man, there's big-ass animals in the ocean. This is a good call. That's why I don't think we know as much as we claim we do about the ocean. There's probably gigantic stegosaurus. Like, I bet you there's some megs out there. No. Maybe even some meg twos. Uh, but what if there is like a smart species? You mean like I don't a know, dolphin's um, pretty smart. Dolphins are smart. You think there's some sort of humanoid-like species that's down below? I mean, a lot of theories out there claim the UFOs are down there, and there's alien bases down below where we really can't access. Could be. I think we could access those places. It's possible. I mean. It all depends on whether or not you subscribe to the theory that we are the ones who created and are flying around those white Tic Tacs. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait for it to come out that we have a Tic Tac. It was our Tic Tac, right? <laughs> oh, you know, everyone got real fucking quiet about that Tic Tac. You notice it? Every time one of these things... like, uh, Let me tell you, let me ask you something, Frank. A Tic Tac flew around all our aircraft carriers. Did we bomb any countries? No. Yeah, it's, it's, our, it's ours. We, we almost bombed China over a balloon that flew from Montana a to balloon. South Carolina. Tic Tac flies around our Air Force. Nothing. <laughs> oh, we call him Fred. He comes every morning. <laughs> oh, uh, what I was just thinking about is if you think back, uh, what was it? Um, it was after the saucer craze was kind of in the. 40s and 50s, think Roswell, all that jazz. You go a little bit further in time, 70s, 80s, people were reporting those triangular craft, things that looked like almost like a flying V. And sure enough, what happened, we have, we're now like, yeah, we have this stealth bomber. Uh, You can't even see it or hear it. And it literally looks like a flying V. I know. Right? Like, it, the stealth bomber looks like a fucking UFO. And if you had seen that thing being tested 30, 40, 50 years uh, before they actually admitted to having it, you would absolutely believe you just witnessed aliens and a UFO. Yeah, especially when nothing you knew about could f- fly that fast. Yes, or, man. M- or maneuver that way. Or hover silently, right? Like, come on, man. So we must be the ones who were flying around that Tic Tac. And I bet you part of that exercise was to see how it engages with and uh, kind of gets away from some of our most modern tech, right? Hey, let's see. Oh, I how- think it's, no, I think it's why you get fighter pilots, you get the radar chiefs, you get everybody who's like, no, we don't know what it is. It was, because they're not going to tell you. They're just going to go fly it out there, see, you know. See if you could catch it. See if you could record it. Right. See what you, you know. Yes, test absolutely. You. Test in it's real time. You. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, man. So I just, 
and then also, and I've always believed this as well, yeah, let's leak out a little bit of that Tic Tac. Let's scare the pants out of China for like (laughs) five minutes. You know, because, you know, China sees that and they're like, oh, no. (laughs) Do we have anything close to that? They release the video. You just see their carrier leave Taiwan. (laughs) In reverse. You do have to think, though, it is kind of bizarre if you think, look at the timing when that dude uh, or there was a couple of those fellas about a year ago. They came out and were testifying in front of Congress, or it was within the year, that they were saying uh, all this stuff about the tech that they had been witnessing. Kind of interesting timing if you think how we're on the virtual cusp of World War III with these superpowers, and we had people out there testifying internationally, you know, like, hey, we've been witnessing this wild, almost interdimensional-looking crafts. Maybe that was a way to kind of shock the system a little and show our enemies Think twice about what you're dealing with here. We got some tech, baby. Yeah, get out of here with your small dick carrier. Oh, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, we got a tic Did you see their, uh, their aircraft carriers? <clears throat> no, uh, I'm not uh, totally in on what's going on with the, uh, the boats. Our aircraft carrier, you know what they look like. They're flat on top. That's right, like man. a landing strip, right? Well, the Chinese, they can't make them that big, so they got to put this, like, curve in the front, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah, so it's like a launcher. So they're shorter, but they got the curve. You know? All right, very nice. So it's like, it's like no, baby, the dick's smaller, but I could hit that cheese. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was, I was thinking, I had my uh, head where my head was at. Yeah, yeah. So that's you know, you know, we got the big dick carrier energy. Right, we have the SSP Davidson, and um, <laughs> followed by the SS. Hedgehog. Right? <laughs> uh, we're, we're the Peter North of the boats out there. I believe. Yeah. A little classic. Oh, good I'm throwing, we do shoot a lot. I'm throwing out the classics in the porn <laughs> world. The Hedgehog. As you can tell, Frank hasn't watched porn since 1993. <laughs> I like, have no idea. I have Peter no idea. North? Is that guy still alive? <laughs> He's like 85. <laughs> he was like the OG of like internet porn. Everybody knows Peter North though, dude. Like, how did he have so much jizz? It's unbelievable. It's insane. <laughs> Drink a lot of milk, that man. <laughs> North. And who's the hedgehog? I just call him the hedgehog. I always forget. Uh, he's in prison. Ron now. Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, yeah. man. I, I'm all about the classics, absolutely. And yes, I just, uh, I couldn't. Are there porn stars now? Is that even a thing? Or is it all just AI generated deep fakes at this point? Oh, no, there's more than ever, dude, with OnlyFans. And, you okay, know. here's my thing about OnlyFans. Have you ever met anyone who subscribes to an OnlyFans? Did you hear Bill Maher? Oh, it was on his podcast. Dude. He, he kind of talked with Candace Owens, and they started talking about porn. And this is where, the, this, this is like. Is he an OnlyFan account holder? Well, he was, some, I think it was him, that was saying it's, it's totally natural to have. Oh, no, it wasn't him. It was somebody else. All right. But Sorry. I'm into it. Scratch it. 
I'm interested. Not who was saying it, but it was really interesting how they said it because they were like, "Yeah, no, it is natural to have like your relationship with you know your favorite OnlyFans girl." Wow. And then that's enough for you. But I was like, dude, that is terrible. That's not a rel- first of all. That's not a relationship. And I guess a, re- <laughs> a, a relationship is a give and take. It's a you know what I mean. It's a that's not a relationship. That's a business interaction. You're paying this woman to jerk off to her tits. Uh, it's called prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's what it's called. It's this person yeah. is whoring themselves to you, and you uh, have decided I. I have no idea how OnlyFans works, but it seems like everybody is on OnlyFans. But who's who's paying for it? This is wild to me. I thought porn was supposed to be free, or it mostly is, or it used to be when we were young fellas. But you know, these days, I mean, you know, if that's what it takes to, uh, you know, maybe maybe the it works for all these single folks out there who are struggling to meet people. And yeah, I could from, see how the OnlyFans, was, you know, is a is a gateway or an outlet. This guy was telling me about he's a really dude, he he's, he subscribes to a bunch of OnlyFans. And when he was telling me it dude, it like broke my heart. He was like, you know how you go on Pornhub, that's like porn. You know? Sure. But you go, yeah, man. You you go on these OnlyFans and it's just like uh it's a couple. So it's like they're just having like a real sex, you know what I mean? And I was like I think that's why, dude, a lot of these guys, I think they're just, that's what they desire is actual just, you know. Ah, interesting. So the true desire isn't for this, like, (laughs) animalistic bestiality or, you know, uh, the tranny stuff. Uh, or Like, like, Dread comes in with this 12-inch black dick and fucks this chicken ass. The violence and everything that's involved and all the fetish stuff and all that nonsense. That's really not what people are desiring out there. They're really desiring intimacy and connection and having a, a deep relationship and then expressing it sexually and because they don't have it themselves they can watch some uh, two people do it without any of the yes. the nonsense involved like I, it's wild that that's because uh, you're watching two, like an actual couple some like a lot of times now some of them you know a lot of them are professional it depends i guess depends what you're into but the guy was telling me about the ones he watches which are like these amateur couples and it he had, he, he had a great point. He was like, you know, you could really tell when this chick's orgasming. It's like a real orgasm, not like, you know. Even the porn stars will tell you. They'll have orgasms on set and stuff, but it's not like, it's not the same as having sex. With <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. With a companion, you know, like. I, well, porn is, and they're acting. They're actors. and sure. And they're putting on a show. And that's why I always find the reality shows Emma watches so hilarious, especially Bachelor, Bachelorette, The Bachelors in Paradise. It, you have these young people; uh, they're all actors themselves, or you know, or shitty actors and models. And then you get them all liquored up, and then they start like making out, and you know you have to kind of step back outside of the screen in your mind and envision that you got the fat dude with the camera up in these people's face, you know, filming them kissing, and then you got the boom mic operator with the microphone hanging over them, and, you know, like, there's nothing real about that. Like, how could you be real when you got the camera guy in your face and the microphone and the lighting crew? Like, that's, you're an actor. You're putting on a show. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, nobody acts like that. (laughs) 
<laughs> but that's why the OnlyFans is huge, man. People want that real, that real, you know? Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. But that's just it. him. I don't know, because I guess that a lot of it is, like, the professionals, too. They're on there. And then they talk to people. A lot of guys fall for, like, the talking. You know, because you can, like, communicate. These girls hire people to handle, like, the social media. So you, on, you go on there and you think you're talking to this OnlyFans model. Absolutely. And, no, I get it. I totally, like, I see where people need this outlet for almost um, living vicariously in other people's lives. That's why I am, like everybody else in this country, completely obsessed with NFL Sunday, because what does NFL Sunday mean? Especially this week here in Denver, they're playing a special team with a special player and a special someone. You know what I'm talking about, people! <laughs> NFL Sunday goes to the latest developments in the season's biggest storyline. That's right, Travis and Taylor. Taylor was decked out in Chiefs <laughs> red again last Sunday to cheer She's not even in the NFL! <laughs> Not even whatsoever associated with the league. It's incredible. The Los Angeles Chargers. I love it. The man. internet was set ablaze during the game. <laughs> right and Taylor. And his- right there, dude. They said, what was that stat? There's only like 1,400 people that are alive that have played in the NFL. <laughs> that, was, that have played in the it NFL. It was the NBA we played. Oh, it was like 1,300. But I almost guarantee uh, it's a similar statistic for the NFL. I mean, Gotta be right in the ballpark. In the same ballpark. Yes. And all those, I'll give it double because there's about double on the field. Right? Yeah. We'll say, uh, we'll say 3,000. I'll 3, give you 4,000. We'll say 4,000 f- human beings have played thousand. NFL football. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, live. Professional football. Live. I mean, that are still alive today, right now. <laughs> and you mentioned two people one playing, one never, never even touched the football. Right. Can't. <laughs> Can't never even, been on a football field as a player. He's probably never thrown an actual football. <laughs> yes. I love it, man. I freaking love Best it. Best friend, Brittany Mahomes, the wife of Chiefs superstar quarterback Patrick Mahomes, debuted a series of new choreographed handshakes, a little dance, <laughs> a jumping chest bump. My goodness, it was all so exciting. Oh, Taylor my goodness. Katie is a good luck charm. The Chiefs are an undefeated 4-0 with her in the building. Oh my God. even made a graphic to show how if much you need it, like who needs more proof that the NFL is scripted oh, they won four in a row with her this is why this is no but scripted. I keep like seeing this unfolding and all I'm thinking is America is obsessed with this because Taylor and Travis they are like the high school prom king and queen the cheerleader yes. and the football and star and look now he's winning because her love is pushing the <laughs> Did you hear the news? She's the she's a billionaire now, and she's pushing him through. I was gonna say she is officially a billionaire. Got that B. Well, she needed to push over that mark somehow, so she started dacing this Travis fella. And <laughs> you get that first. You get that NFLD, and you catch that B. You know what I'm saying? He plays when Taylor is at the game. Travis was asked about those numbers by his brother, Eagles center Jason Kelsey, on their podcast. The second best podcast with brothers out there. I, I'm I mean, just think about it. it. They get so much advertising for the podcast through this. This could be. Dude, no. This is the Ugh. only reason the NFL has any ratings right now. The product is complete trash. Oh, God. We all know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. There's no reason to watch the, the game anymore. The Chiefs, what do you mean? Travis Kelsey, he's oh. going to be in the fucking Super Bowl, of course, dude. 
Uncle Guy's old school. He said you could take it to the bank. Eagles are going to win. All right. I, love, I, I believe him. He's, yeah. he's the sports Radamus in the family. <laughs> and so he knows. He doesn't know the politics. He only knows. So You're he's right. an idiot who only bases his opinion on athletic talent in the NFL. Correct. And, uh, <laughs> he has no idea who the players are dating. He, I mean, come well, on, Chiefs have to win. They need to be able to cut to Taylor every 30 seconds during the Super Bowl. Well, here's the problem. If the Chiefs don't, let's say the Chiefs lose first round in the playoff, rating's done. Yes. No, you're, you need them at least in the playoffs this, for the rating. Her being there has sealed the deal. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. And by the way, uh, he could be right. They're going to play at the very least. They would play the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm not saying they'll win. Although I'm kind of saying they're going to win because it's it's the Travis and Taylor show, right? So you got to have her like run onto the field. Oh, the glitter coming down! The confetti coming down! He hoists her in the air and they kiss and he proposes right off! Oh my god! (laughs) Dude, they come out with the MVP trophy, they give it to Taylor. Come on, man. You know it, dude. Oh, it's coming. I f- like, I do fantasy football. I'm doing all right this year. But I just, like, I'm having a hard time focusing on the player stats because all I can focus is on the Taylor stats. I'm just, like, obsessed. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, but when mm. T-Swift not be aware of this. is at the game, You are averaging 99 yards, and when you are left with only your friends and uh, remaining family there, you are at 46.5 yards a game. Wow, so T-Swift allegedly not going to be at the Denver Broncos game today because here in Denver, it's no two feet and it's about 25 degrees out when they're going to kick off. So she stayed home, so did Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively and Hugh Jackman, unfortunately, yeah. Even Hugh? You know what what kills me about this clip? Is... You're, you're trying to say that this... Oh, see, see, brother? You, you get double the yards when your girlfriends are out. No, you're proving our boy. You guys are telling them to give him the ball twice as much when Taylor's in the stands. You're, you're just proving you're the WWE and that when Taylor's there, they're going to show her every single time Travis has a great play. Exactly. And that's why they're going to leave him on the field longer. They're going to give him more plays. That's all yes, it is. Absolutely, man. I'm, You're proving our point, not your point. I love uh, it. I love it. I'm all in. As it says in the in the edit or whatever it is, left to his own devices. <laughs> as you can imagine, Travis and Taylor are going to be popular Halloween costumes on Tuesday. The decorations already oh, up God. across the, the country from already. these Taylor and Travis themed skeletons in New York. Wow to the Scaras tour on display in Wisconsin, and even this bejeweled 399-pound Taylor Swiftkin. It's a 400-pound uh, pumpkin a woman painted as Taylor Swift's face. It is the most frightening thing I've ever seen. <laughs> in Ohio, that's terrifying. It's all really a lot. Trailer Watch now moves to Denver, where the Chiefs play the Broncos this afternoon, but some reports say Taylor will not be there. So you can make other plans today. Uh, so don't tune in, folks. Oh, <laughs> make other plans. Make other plans. <laughs> don't even bother tuning in. 
what, what, what? Unwatchable, folks. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. There's still, there's still gonna be a game, but Taylor's not coming. So what's the point? You know, Roger. Might as well go to church. <laughs> Roger Goodell's on the phone. He's like, "What do you mean Taylor's not gonna be there?" <laughs> we need the ratings, baby. Like, in the middle of the game, they cut to the head coach. He's actually out getting ice cream with his family. I I even even show up. (laughs) Yeah, I heard Patrick Mahomes isn't even playing. They just sat him for the game. (laughs) Why bother? It's unbelievable. Oh, make other plans. Don't even bother. Watch the Bears get slaughtered by the Chargers on Sunday night, right? (laughs) Oh, no, they might win. They got their second string. Yes, that's right. He's way better than Fields. <laughs> the guy that paid millions of dollars to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, man. I freaking love it. Uh, very excited uh, about this whole NFL season. Again, put your money on the Chiefs to at least be in the Super Bowl. I like putting the money down on Chiefs versus Eagles. That would be a repeat, I believe, of last year. And... I could see the Eagles winning it, although I do love the storybook ending with the the trailer and the hug and the kiss on the field. Oh, they they gotta be on the podium. Come on. The champagne. Look do you know how good Taylor looks with champagne running down her face? Come on. <laughs> That's all we wanna see, man. Uh, but speaking of things that we don't wanna see, and I think everybody universally can agree and kind of voiced their opinion that they did not want to see was the woke Snow White. It got canceled, apparently. You sent me that article where they were, like, retooling it, and then I saw something overnight where they actually have canceled it uh, completely. completely. And uh, the actress who was in it was, has, like, some tearful thing on <laughs> TikTok or something where she's all devastated that they, like, didn't do the movie. And this chick... <laughs> This chick went on a media blitz where she trashed the movie and Disney for not being woke enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, the people behind this ruined their own woke idea. Uh, And if anyone's not familiar, Disney's been doing all these live-action remakes, and they were going to do Snow White. A bunch of pictures leaked online of them filming parts of it with their alleged seven dwarfs who were no dwarf no, at all. No, seven companions, Frank. Seven companions, and they were of mixed gender races and pansexualities. And there was one dwarf. There's one dwarf in there. Nobody was Peter Dinklage. And so... <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter Dinklage in his fight for uh, little people made sure only one little person got a job instead of seven. Well, so I read the article uh, talking about how it is allegedly potentially canceled at this point. They actually, in the article, identify Peter Dinklage as the main reason Disney went away from the dwarves. <laughs> like, his outrage allegedly is what led to this ridiculous situation. You go woke, you go broke. Uh, there's no joke about it. Uh, and here we are, Snow White. It's a postponed in this clip still postponed i think they may end up doing cgi dwarves which is even funnier uh either way you're not going to see this movie for at least a year this is uh some funny stuff because uh i got this from sky news this is out of australia reporting on it and they get a little sassy with their commentary which i kind of enjoy (laughs) from time to time but also uh they include something that was trending over the weekend which was absolutely hilarious and uh we'll catch it at the uh, second half of this clip here. Here we roll. 
Disney has delayed the release of its much-mocked Snow White reimagining, you know, the new PC version of the classic fairy tale starring this insufferable girl <laughs> with uh, the seven dwarves replaced <laughs> with an ethnically and gender-diverse group of... I'm sorry, I know you do. Insufferable is... That's, um, that's a great word. Chef's we kiss indeed. That, that is... Yeah. <laughs> she hit it on the money right there. You know, Sky News, they are really good at kind of calling America on their bullshit. Insufferable is... Ugh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Magical yeah. creatures to avoid reinforcing stereotypes. That was the explanation from Disney. But after much, much mockery this week, Disney not only announced the release date of Snow White would be delayed by at least a year, but it also <laughs> appears to be reinstating the dwarves. Oh, no, what about those harmful stereotypes? I do hope the dwarves are at least racially diverse and non-binary. Now, the studio claims that the writer's strike is behind the delay, but those in the know say that's not the case. The production oh, is being dramatically joke. changed to avoid being another they may have fired this chick now that i think about it they may be it doesn't repl- matter yeah. we're a joke to yes. the world we are a- laughing at us yes about this equity yes. inclusion yes man we the woke ism is you know what you haven't heard for for since the day she got elected or appointed no the black lesbian from california that took diane feinstein's position well she's stepping down and she's not going to run what do you mean she's stepping down? She has the option to run in the... Oh, yeah, she's not going to run again because she's a joke. Dude, The like, our media doesn't report it. The world is laughing. Like, I they're need... literally laughing at how many black lesbians are in America. Well, this clip is going to play... We're going to get into why the black lesbian phenomenon is absolutely hilarious and why I hope maybe this is finally the moment where it stops and the message is sent... We needed them to do it. It always comes down to the South Park guys. <laughs> the box office disaster. You see, audiences don't want lame, woke movies pushing leftist ideology. That's obvious. And a point the creators of South Park drive home in their latest work. Why are they replacing every single character with someone who is diverse? But then Kennedy's like, it's not our fault, it's because of Kathleen Kennedy. But then Kathleen Kennedy's just like, it, make it more lame. And everyone in town is like, no, please, Kathleen Kennedy, stop ruining everything. But Kathleen Kennedy is all like, put another gay diverse woman in it. Make it more lame. <laughs> and the Disney stock just keeps going down and down and down. And then Bob Iger is all like, no, no, what's going on with my stock? No, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> yes, man. Thank you, South Park. Thank you, Matt Parker and Trey Stone, for finally saying the quiet part out loud that we have all been saying uh, in our um, blocked podcasts that aren't allowed on YouTube. Uh, We're sick of the woke bullshit, the black lesbian replacing everybody and being stronger, smarter, and better. Like, come on. It's just, we're exhausted. We're done with it, man. Yeah, we don't need it. And oh, that's so funny. Absolutely hilarious, and you're right on the money. And for <laughs> anyone who hasn't seen the South Park clip, Cartman's talking to a therapist in that scene, and he's 
describing like a nightmare that he keeps having, but he and everybody in it is like a black lesbian. It's really like <laughs> all the boys, you know, Kyle, Stan, they're all chicks or, you know, bi- non-binary chicks. It's, they nailed it. It's fucking hilarious. And it's just so obvious what has happened. I've been calling it out for the last three years. The commercials, I watched a commercial earlier today. Uh, there wasn't a single man in the commercial and it was about uh, business owners and like American Express, and they're just oh, like. If, and if there's a white man in any commercial, he was born a woman. That's <laughs> just, just you're doing a commercial selling American Express to uh, business owners, would be business owners, and you're thinking, you know, who's not a business owner? White men. They don't own any businesses. <laughs> like, the- when have I ever connected white man with business? It's <laughs> just like. The hell's happening here, man? Yeah. It's just you guys have gone so far in the other direction. You don't even know who you're advertising to anymore, and <laughs> it's very funny. The the Bob Iger falling down with his stocks, the absolutely, stock, yes, yeah. absolutely <laughs> on the mark. Hey, what's going on with my stock? <laughs> it's beautiful, and it's the truth. Uh, people have uh, voiced their opinion. Dude, you guys ruined Star Wars. Everything. They ruined everything. You ruined everything. You Marvel touched. was they... Marvel was very entertaining. There was some good stuff with Marvel up until the... they they hit that mark or that point, and it was um, everything went woke. I kept saying it to Emma. I'm like, why is the black chick better at all the other dudes before her? I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> can't they just teach her for a little bit and then she becomes better? I don't know. Something. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Fucking crazy. <laughs> It's good. It's uh, it's it's about time. I hope everybody starts making fun of what's going on because we would be better culturally if we could leave behind wokeism. It, it was a rot of our culture. It was a poison to our society. It, we went we went backwards about a hundred years when it comes to racism, man. I mean, we're we're segregated again. We're headed there. There's segre- think, Dude, there are segregated no, I don't uh, know. libraries. The Snow White thing know. is good. I, I do like the fact that Daily Wire is coming out with a uh, Snow White movie. Oh, really? You didn't see that? Yeah. No. no. The Daily Wire. The, yeah, they're, um... they're doing their like kids uh, thing now. All right. Is it animated or is it with live action? No, I think it's with that one chick that... Oh, uh, Carano or uh, the no, 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 no the, the like okay. female Ben Shapiro. Okay, yeah, I'll just take your word for it. I'm not. You know, who's who's that chick? She's on the Daily Wire. She's like the young chick. She's literally like a female Ben Shapiro. Right on. I'm not actually too familiar with the Daily Wire. I know now it has become its own Fox News conglomerate on some level, and they're also doing like their Brett own Cooper doing a conservative Hollywood, essentially, right, where they're making kids' movies? Isn't that, uh... Yeah, that's what they're trying to do, but, man, you just realize, like, I can't even... I don't even really listen to any of them anymore because they're just... They became the mainstream, right? right? Yes, absolutely. They're the mainstream, man. Yeah, For sure. And listen, listen, Benjamin here. I... I take... A biased stance towards Israel over Palestine. And I know I'm biased, right? I'm choosing to be biased. I prefer that area be controlled by the Jews than the Palestinians, right? That's right, man. You're out there talking every day about the the innocence of the Jews and the tragedy of the the, the Hamas. It's like, dude, no, listen, you're both assholes. 
you're both you're both wrong you're both right either way you know what i mean like let's just be real here can we just be real yes and, ad- and admit that i'm just gonna take a biased stance yeah no know. i'm no i got it i like Daily Wire, I haven't been following for a while because it became very clear to me and I think the general public that there is no difference between CNN and Fox News. They're on the same level. And now the new Fox News is the Daily Wire. And the only reason that became apparent to me is because my, uh, you know, wife to be here who loves the TikTok started quoting Matt Walsh to me and I thought where the hell did you hear Matt Walsh and she's like oh he's all over oh, TikTok yeah. and I'm like well that means he's mainstream if you're catching Matt Walsh on TikTok and he's all over now I understand where the game is being played yeah, you get they even admit that like remember when the whole uh Steven Crowder thing would happen yes yeah, and what they happened all, to Stephen Crowder? They all went on this like <laughs> ran this tyrant where they're like, "Well, we do our show to follow guidelines just to get on YouTube, but then we do our exclusive show on our network." And it was like, "Okay, well, you're still you're still following the rules." Does that make sense? You know who's not allowed on anything? Like, you can't even find him on Internet Explorer. Alex Jones, <laughs> dude, man, podcast. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Like, those are the guys. I don't know. I get you did it to make the money, but you can't also claim you're like an anti-establishment. Well, if you want to find what Ben Shapiro's stance on the vaccine was when the rest of us were kind of saying, hey, don't take this stuff, it's poison, it's probably going to kill you, this might be some sort of mass genocide, Uh, Ben Shapiro was on his show telling people, go take the vaccine, I promoted, I took two shots. He took it because you. Uh, my wife's a doctor, and she looked at the data. She, he's another. Like you got to call a spade a spade. He was another one who said these people looked at the data. There was no data. That's right, dude. Yes. Nobody looked at any data. What are you talking? There was no data. There was no data. No, none whatsoever, man. It's craziness. It blows my mind. I'm still so angry about COVID. Man. I'm fired up yeah, more that, now that about movie, COVID than dude, I was that, like ten months ago. It's so bizarre. I don't know why. I don't know what it is with COVID lately, but you know what it is? We're heading into winter, and I'm thinking about how I had devastating experiences trying to gauge family and friends during COVID lockdowns, and I was dealing with people who were brainwashed and manipulated and were just unwavering on these beliefs that were based on falsified information. There's something that I I wanted to talk to you about off air, but I guess I'll bring it up on air. It doesn't matter. Let's keep names out. (laughs) <laughs> names out but i think there, i think there's i think i think thanksgiving is going to be a little light this year oh yeah and i think i think it's because of some things that i said at a last family get together there it is <laughs> that some people don't want to show up and uh and i and i hate it because it's like dude i they don't understand where i'm coming from oh and yeah that you guys were fucking wrong for all those covid years and now I'm supposed to listen to you about other things that I know, you know, when it comes to like gay and tranny and everything. It's all of you same people were wrong about COVID and your science on COVID turned out to be wrong. So now I'm not going to sit here and listen to you people talk about your science when it comes to gays and trannies and kids. 
Does that make sense? Absolutely, like, dude. And in fact, they're applying the same uh, rhetoric and the same... Uh, same thing, where I just want everybody to live and be happy and everything. But at the same time, you're confusing children. Suicide rate is at an all-time high. Kids are depressed. <clears throat> they're on antidepressants. Kids are more sad, more confused, and killing themselves at a higher rate than ever. And we are more inclusive, more open, more... Kids need stability. They need people to come in. Make sure you wake up at this time. You go to school. They need uh, structure. Well, structure. I tell you what, man. Guide them, you know? The Democrats right now, what they're trying to push is the same rhetoric and the same science towards their gun safety measures and the gun stuff. Remember, we did a clip about it. They're talking about gun safety with the CDC, talking about how it's a health advisory. That and we have an why? issue from yes. health perspective. It should scare the pants off of everyone because that they're using the same COVID techniques for gun safety. And you know what? We're five seconds from being pushed into the world of Australia. And if you think I'm crazy or kidding, just listen to a quick clip of our future president potentially discussing uh, or uh, you know bragging about or congratulating Australia and their gun policy. Once again... Routine gatherings, this time at a bowling alley and a restaurant, have been turned into scenes of horrific carnage. Doug and I mourn for those who were killed. The fuck we is pray Doug? for those who were injured <laughs> and grieve with so many whose lives are forever changed and impacted by what happened. The Biden-Harris administration will continue to provide full support to local authorities. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard it called the Biden-Harris administration. (laughs) (laughs) We're three years deep, bitch. (laughs) It's over. You're out. Gavin Newsom, he's he's right there at the front door. Uh, I've heard of Biden-nomics, never Biden-Harris-nomics. You don't know about Harry-nomics? That sounds kind of uh, like you need to shave (laughs) or something. That's what I have. I got it all over my back. Got to get that waxed, you know? <laughs> I keep hitting the wrong buttons. I gotta get my uh, you know, most like uh, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> hairynomics is a lot like bodynomics. You see, your back takes all the hair from your head, <laughs> just like the Democrats take all the money from you. <laughs> we must continue to speak truth about the moment we are in. In our country today. The leading cause of death of American children is gun violence. Such a skewed number. Such a skewed number. Gun violence. Yes. Oh, such a skewed number. Stop right there. It's such a skewed number because (laughs) it's only true if you count children up to age 17. And then at that point, it it becomes gun deaths because it's like 13 to 17. Those are all gang inner city kids dying. Exactly. Oh, she's she's completely messing with the numbers. Violence has terrorized and traumatized so many of our communities in this country. And let us be clear, it does not have to be this way. As our friends in Australia have demonstrated. Yeah, they demonstrated that the government can just confiscate all your guns, and then we can just imprison you in our country during the next COVID lockdown. <laughs> I know, literally stop you from leaving the country. And- I don't think people <laughs> realize, like, we're one of the few countries where they couldn't stop you from leaving the country. Like, the, we, 
I don't know, man. Our guns keep us in power, man. Yes, I'm it's the one that. thing. It is so <clears throat> crucial. The Second Amendment is so important. I don't think people realize, like, mm. this is scary rhetoric for this lady who is second in line to a dude who's clearly mm. dead or dying. You know, I mean, she she's all in on the woke WEF agenda, and she they want to confiscate the guns, man. Yeah, you ever hear that that quote that God made all men? Same Samuel Colt made all men equal. Because <laughs> he invented the revolver. There you go. Yes, I got it. I got it right there. That's, that's beautiful. It's a great <laughs> quote. You know, it's so true. If you have the gun, I don't care what they say. In the same breath, they're telling you you can't defend yourself against a first world nation. They're sending armies to you. Uh, they're sending M16s to Ukraine to fight Russia. You know, like keep your. Oh God, it's such a. There's a reason there's a reason the forefathers made number one speech and religion and number two guns. Yes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because when they come <laughs> if you can't if you can't say what you want, if you can't, you know, uh, worship the gods you want to worship and if you can't defend yourself, you are not free. That is, you know, Absolutely, man. And you need to defend your right to pray to your God and to uh, listen. I believe in my God. You believe in your God. And if you don't like what I believe, well, guess what? I got a God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They talk about Ben Shapiro said it a couple times. I do got a quote where he said, "If there's a Jew, a Christian, and a Muslim at a table, two of them think the other two aren't getting in heaven. The other one wants the other two to die." Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's you know, it's it's wild, man. But uh, you, you gotta defend. That's why you gotta defend yourself. You know, you're dealing with people. I don't know. Also, uh, you know, we're kind of uh, bred and designed and nurtured, if you will, by the media and by the machine to fear the other and and be concerned about these other people coming into the country. But what I think we're blinded to is the fact that we should be fearing the scariest threat to our freedoms as people right now and that is our own government that's what we should uh, and it should be the opposite the government's supposed to fear us but we they should fear us. It, it has the tables have turned and so we need to uh turn them back around unfortunately and, and so hey we didn't start that's gonna take we did not it's just always been burning folks <laughs> we will fight it though <laughs> It's just kind of how it's supposed to be, and uh, right on the money, man. You know, we have those rules in place for a long time, and I think that's why this little experiment here has worked still for so long, even through the trials and tribulations. We're here now. Maybe we're on the precipice of something we haven't seen in hundreds of years, but there is a little faith, I think, in me and with other people that these ancient documents that we created a couple hundred years ago probably still hold true, and we might be able to use them to defend ourselves here in the long run. And, man, I, you know, I don't know. Hopefully we can defend ourselves against the 2,000 mules. Where's my Dinesh D'Souza, D'Souza hat? <laughs> uh, he did an interview with uh, Dave Rubin. Oh, man, he's got a new movie out. He's new back, movie. dude. I know, dude. He's got to sell <laughs> oh, the movie, Frank, man. on the ball. That's right, baby. I'm I always... forgot that's your boy, Dinesh. I love Dinesh, dude. He's always exposing my mules, man. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy, dude. What a joke. He's the king of the mules. As if I needed another reason to hate Indians. <laughs> I mean, Dinesh D'Souza, he seems to know everything about the mules. He's a jackass.